0: Welcome to Seize the K. I'm your host, Kay Rodriguez, and I'm here to help you with your next creative venture. Whether it's building a business or creating a new stream of income, I'm here to give you practical tips while we keep Jesus at the center of it all. So let's carpe diem and get into this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast episode of Seize the K. I am so glad that you're here joining me today. And I'm actually really stoked for this episode. I know we've been doing a lot of preliminary things and I know I've been saying, hey, I'm going to give you practical things to do and I have given you some practical things, but I know you guys are rearing to go. You're like, how do I figure out what to charge and what do I put in my contracts and all of that and we will get there, but there are some preliminary things that I really want to make sure that you have before you start. We're going to continue to talk about throughout this podcast, more intangible things as well, because there are a lot of things that have nothing to do with your day-to-day activities that are going to impact your side hustle, your venture, the business that you're building, whatever it is that you really need to kind of focus on. The more you can get ahead of, the more pain it's going to save you. And I'm telling you this because I lived it. And if I could have saved myself this pain, it would have just been really great. So without further ado, let's jump in. We're talking today about 10 things to accept now in order to be a better entrepreneur. And here is the first thing, and it might be the most important out of everything today, honestly, at least I think so, is no one owes you anything. Not a single soul owes you anything. And that's just in life. There are a few things that I'm not going to get into that today. There are a few things that I do feel like, okay, you are entitled to as a human being from other people. It's like literally two or three things for most people. When it comes to your business, whatever you're building, God told you to do it. Or, and or really, you're the one who wants to do it. And I have seen too many times and I have experienced even myself Are you done? For those of you who are watching on YouTube, you see our visitor here. Anyways, I think what's so tricky about this is that we feel like, "Ooh, we're doing something. I'm excited about it. So should the people in my life be. And to a degree, they should. Your support group should be excited about what you're doing and they should be supporting you. But that doesn't mean they're necessarily going to do it out loud or in the ways that you think they should, or just automatically, honestly. You really need to be asking people, hey, can you like support me? Like, as you know, you're as a close friend of mine, I'm just asking for you to support me in this way. That is going to be more effective than you just assuming that people should help you. (laughs) It will save you so much pain if you just realize now that nobody owes me anything that everything i get i need to be grateful for and accept it in gratitude and realize that they are taking their time or your thing may not even apply really to their audience and they are taking real estate on their platforms or you know sticking their necks out there even for you like nobody owes you that especially when they like can't really even see their your track record or what you've done and then you're like, well, you should just support me because you're this person and you're that. Like, I'm trying to be cool on this podcast. I have had people very close to me, like, not support what I do. Literally even question what I'm doing and the validity of it and them kind of wondering, like, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just go get a job? And I'm like, for those of you who listened to my first podcast, it's not like I didn't try. They just say questionable things or people will even say just rude things like, oh, yeah, you're just, you know, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to go anywhere. sit at home? Like, you you know, just people don't have a context. And the reason I want to tell you that is because you think that people should just share your stuff and be your client and pay you and do all of that. And we'll get to that one day. I really want to talk about friends and family as clients. Should you even do that? You know, should you even work with those people? we're going to do an episode on that. I really want to enforce that and really want to encourage you to just be your own biggest cheerleader. And just every time someone shares, every time someone likes, every time someone brings you a client, every time someone recommends you, every time someone does an email introduction, every time someone gives you one of their clients and you weren't expecting it, whatever it is, I just really want to encourage you to just receive it with gratefulness and you'll have a lot better of a response than thinking that that's just what people should do from the jump. All that entitlement, let all that entitlement go. Let it go. You will be a much happier and a much better entrepreneur. Oh yes, the next thing that I feel like you need to accept now to be a better entrepreneur is just realizing that entrepreneurship in whatever way you're doing it is hard. Whether you're doing it on the side, whether you are doing it full-time, anything in between, it's hard. It's hard to work a full-time job and then come home and try to work on this venture you're trying to build. It's hard to quit your job and then try to do this from the ground up. It's hard to manage your finances and get your clients and do the internal work. Those are just a few activities that you're doing. This is not (laughs) an easy thing but it will make you a better person and just expecting it to not necessarily be cake, I feel like sets you up better. Not because every single thing, every single day is oh so hard, but just in general, like it's entrepreneurship is going to challenge your relationships. It's going to challenge the way you view yourself, how you see your value, your identity even, which we talked about in that episode about how to get over the fear. So I just really want to kind of just give you a baseline and if you go on saying okay entrepreneurship might be a little bit harder than I think when it gets hard you won't be so I don't want to say devastated that's a strong word but you won't be so overwhelmed okay because you're like okay I knew this was going to be tricky and so we're just going to keep going from there I'm actually going to do three and four together because they're two separate points but they kind of go together And point three is kindness goes a long way. But point four is that kindness is not free. So a lot of the time we think we're being kind and you know doing things for free and doing things here and there. And that can go a long way. Sometimes when you do something for someone and you're like, you know what? You don't even have to pay me. There are times when I have gotten clients out of that, okay? There are times when I have gotten money just because I'm like okay like it's not exactly what i wanted to do and I wasn't expecting to get paid and I got paid anyway or because someone saw the work that I did with them then they wanted to work with me however I don't think that happens very often so this is the cost right kindness is not free I don't think that you should just do things for free all the time just because you're trying to be nice people do have desperate situations, and I really feel like you have to be led by the spirit, there are some times where it makes sense to do, and we'll talk about that too. I would rather you give someone less for a discounted price, but you're kind of doing them a favor. I would rather you do that. You just have to be able to discern when it's time to do something for free and when it's not, and making sure that your heart is in the right place and that you know yourself because, for example, for me, I know that resentment can really build up inside of me. And so if I do too much for free, if I give too many discounts, which has been a historical issue of mine, and it's actually very popular with a lot of women, and we're like, oh, it's it's no worries. I'll just do this for you. And I, you are self-sabotaging. That's not even kindness at that point. You are self-sabotaging. And that's not what I want you to do. Kindness is a way of being. Just because you are being kind doesn't mean you're always doing something for free. And just because you are doing something for free doesn't mean that you're doing it out of kindness. So I wanted to do those two points together because I do feel like kindness can go a long way in the way that you treat people. I've had clients that have had devastating issues happen and they'll be really rough with me. A call or two later, people are just very grateful. So especially if you are representing Christ in what you do, being kind goes a long way. But it always doesn't come for free. Kindness is great. And you can set a boundary too. It's okay for you to say, you know what, I'm not going to work with this person anymore. Okay, (laughs) that is fine. So I just want you to really figure out that balance of where you're going to show kindness, what kindness means in that act. Is this I'm doing something for free. Is this speaking to someone with kindness? What are the boundaries with that? Okay, because we're just not letting people run all over us, okay? Okay, let's get into point five, which is you cannot do entrepreneurship alone. I know that's kind of how it goes at first. And honestly, a lot of the journey, being a solopreneur, solopreneurs are who I work with, but even the solopreneur, Has come to me to help them with their branding, to help them with their social media. You just cannot build an empire by yourself. They say Rome wasn't built in a day and it wasn't just built by Caesar. He needed subjects, he needed servants, he needed all sorts of things to help him build. And I'm just picking on any particular Caesar, but just the entire empire of Rome, just using that as an example for you to think about as I am building this whether it's an empire or it's just something I like to do for fun on the side I don't need to isolate myself and burn myself out trying to do everything and try to nickel and dime try to nickel and dime my way to success I'm telling you that may have worked like 80 years ago (laughs) you need help and to be honest We've talked about this before on a previous podcast. One can put a thousand to flight and two, ten thousand. So, why would you not ten times your output? Okay. Okay. Now, granted, you got to find good help. It's not just about finding anybody who will help you, right? Because people have their own agendas. No one's going to take what you are doing as seriously as you will. Okay, no one's going to take your mission as seriously as you will and they shouldn't because guess what you're the one that wants to do it And you're the one that god told to do it. But that being said you can find people that'll be really really great help There is some sifting that has to happen with that, but that's another conversation for another day All right, let's move on to thing number six that's going to help you to be a better entrepreneur Ooh, this one's hard. This one is separating yourself from your art as a creative baby, I know this is hard for you, graphic designer. I know this is hard for you, artist. I know this is hard for you, photographer. Listen, you are not your art. Your art is not you. It is a reflection of you. It is a product of you, but it is not you. And so when people critique the work that you're giving them, please keep in mind that they are not critiquing you. They are critiquing the work. And we're going to just separate that. Now, there may be times where you are getting critiqued, but you need to be clear on when were we talking about me and when are we talking about my art. And I will tell you right now, one of the best things that helped me is learning how to not take things so personally so that I can actually make great art, so that I can actually get better. The sooner you're able to separate yourself from your art and to be able to not only take feedback when you need to, but to be able to honestly eat the meat and spit out the bones. I got that advice about 10 years ago, and it was some of the best advice I got in an internship ever, okay? There are some things you're going to hear from a client that you should take in. There are going to be other things that you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to toss that to the side, okay? You are the professional here. They are coming to you for your expertise, whatever that is. So making sure that you can discern, okay, this is feedback I should take, and this is feedback that I'm going to just let go to the side. It's going to be fine. While we're here, even though people are coming to you for your expertise, please keep in mind that you can learn from anyone. I've had to learn this. People give me advice that I'm like, are you a graphic designer? (laughs) You post on social media, and I kind of feel that like pride rising up in me. But that's an opportunity to eat the meat and spit out the bones. If I sit down with the advice, move past the offense, and then I'm like, okay, there's actually some validity to that when I think about it, then, okay, let's take it. But when I move past the offense, sit down and think, hmm, I don't really love that that much, then spit it out. That's all you have to do. Okay? Okay. People think they're being helpful. You know how it goes. We think we're being helpful. And then we realize we're not really <laughs> or sometimes we are and people don't want to take it. And that's fine, too. OK, let's move on to thing number eight. This one, you're going to have to spend some to get some. You got to spend some money to make some money. I am a really big proponent on this because I know when you first start, you might not have the capital do what's within reason, even if that means working an extra job that you don't want to work if you have the time, right? Even if that means maybe you don't get exactly what you want right now, but you will have to spend something to get something. This is a wide range, right? This is from having coaches, counselors, consultants help you down to the materials that you need to make yourself look good, right? So for content creation, I have my list of things that I need to purchase so my content looks better so that I can make more money, right? Okay. I've done that. I've paid for coaches, even for my podcast. You guys heard me talk about Letitia in the first episode. It's one of the best investments I've ever made because I don't know if I would have been accountable to my timelines in the way that I needed to without her. And so now that's given me the opportunity to do this podcast and maybe to monetize it one day or maybe not, but I just really wanna encourage you to not try to do everything for free. We have Amazon. If you don't like it, you can take it right back. Okay, like we have way too many options. Just get what you need. You can get inexpensive things for now just to hold you over. All right, let's move on to number nine. This honestly might be the second most important thing, which is rest is non-negotiable. Baby, rest is non-negotiable. You working all day, all night, staying up till the crack of dawn, not getting any sleep, back to back to back, 16-hour day. Listen, we talked about that scripture, Psalm 127 seven two. It is not worth it. As a matter of fact, while, while I have my Bible cracked open, let me read it for you all again, just so it sinks in. And it says, it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Now, this is focusing on sleep, but rest in general. The idea of Sabbath wasn't just so we could copy what God did. It's like necessary for the human body and the mind to rest. And if you're like wondering, you're like, girl, I don't know how to rest. I don't know how to slow down. Here's some ideas. Okay. Okay. So thing one, if you're having a hard time resting, maybe being in your house isn't the best place to be, which is part of the reason I love traveling. I love traveling because I feel like when I am out of my home, I can actually rest. I'm not looking at what needs to be cleaned. I'm not just ignoring what hasn't been done, which really doesn't always feel like rest to me. But sometimes you can't like hop on a plane. Like I can't hop on a plane every week for a day and go somewhere, but you can leave your house. You can go to the coffee shop down the street maybe go to a friend's house, wherever you need to do to get out of your environment if it is going to help you rest. Even a parent, honestly, just wherever, just leave. I love going to local coffee shops. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, you guys know I love local coffee. Shout out to Sergi who really got me into like Jacksonville coffee culture, epic. Another idea, and I learned this and thought it was so good, which most of us, we do work with our minds. So this is important to keep in mind. He said, if you work with your mind, you want to Sabbath with your hands. And if you work with your hands, you want to Sabbath with your mind. So one way that I Sabbath on my rest days is cleaning. I know that sounds kind of counterintuitive, but it's very restful for me to be physical versus trying to like mentally do things, which is how I spend most of my time. I also work with my plants. So I'm sticking my hands in the dirt and like repotting my plants, trying to nurse them back to health wiping down the leaves, whatever I need to just physically do. I will sometimes work out. So I go to kickboxing. I will sometimes work out on my days off, just the complete opposite of what I do. Like I'm sitting at a computer or on my phone all day working. And so now I'm going to do the exact opposite, which is getting up and moving and all of that. And granted, I work out during the week, but on my day of rest specifically, really just trying to flip the script, but also Do something that you love or that you haven't had time to do. And I love TV. I always have. I always have loved TV. I love watching TV. (laughs) I love just vegging out. I love sleeping. I have really incorporated that into my days off. So whatever that is for you, I highly recommend taking one full day off a week. I really feel like the Lord was onto something there. But if you can't do that, there are lots of ways to get around it. Like take 12 hours off one day. So like let's just do Sunday to Monday for sake of example. You know, take off from noon to midnight Sunday and then from midnight on Monday to noon Monday the next day. If you can do that, if you work from home full-time or if you can work that on your schedule, then you've done 24 hours of full-time rest, but it's not all on the same day. So there are lots of ways for you to kind of like figure out how you want to rest. It doesn't have to be anything specific. And by the way, that's what they did in the Bible. They did sundown one evening to sundown the next evening. So that's something that you can do as well. It doesn't have to be the whole day on a Monday, which is when I try to incorporate my Sabbath. Okay. Last but not least, you are worthy and you can do it. That's all I have for you. I don't even have any elaboration because you either believe you're worthy and you can do it or you don't. And if God is on your side and he's telling you to do this, there is no reason that you do not believe that you are worthy and that you do not believe that you can do it. Okay. So those are the 10 things that if you accept them now, it's going to make you a better entrepreneur down the road. And to be honest, I'm realizing that a lot of my podcast episodes are going to have part twos. I can already feel that this is going to have a part two. But for now, I want to get you guys started. I know we've been doing some preliminary things here. And next episode, we are getting started on how to charge. We are just going there. We are going there. How are you going to charge? Where do I even start? What do I do? Hourly? Not. (laughs) Don't worry, you guys. I'm going to help guide you in how you should charge for your audience. I'm so happy that I got to spend this time with you. I am praying for you guys. Listen, keep seeking God. Keep doing your thing with this business. Keep showing up every day because if you don't show up, guess what? No one else is. (laughs) You're doing a great job. Drink of the day. Oh, wait, not me two for two for getting my water bottle. Okay. This goes to show how much I devalue water, and I do not need to, okay? Don't judge me, y'all. Don't judge me on devaluing water, okay? I know I am not the only one (laughs) who does not drink enough water, and you all will be proud of me because I drank 32 ounces of water yesterday, which is a lot for me, okay? And I'm going to try to duplicate that again because I added some essential oils to my water, and I just find water so boring. (laughs) I just think it is so boring no matter what I do to it, so I got that done yesterday, but I'm actually on my way to go to a new coffee shop with a friend of mine. And so when I go to new coffee shops, I tend to get a really simple latte. So if you want to know what I will be drinking as soon as I leave this place, (laughs) I'm going to get, and I haven't quite decided, I'm either going to get a vanilla latte. I typically get it on the smaller size so I can taste more of the espresso. Um, But I'm going to get a vanilla latte or caramel latte, or a caramel vanilla latte, which some people call a toasted marshmallow, and that is what I will be getting today just to see, because I'm like, man, if the shop is not doing the basics right, are they going to do anything else right? Maybe, maybe not. It's hard to say. All right, I am so glad that I got to speak with you guys today. I am really signing off, and I will talk to you guys soon. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in to Seize the K. I want to connect with you outside of this podcast. In the description, you'll see all the ways that we can connect and keep the conversation going. If you liked it, please subscribe. And if you loved it, I would be honored to receive a five-star review from you, as well as more information on how this podcast is helping you to Carpe Diem. Until next time, cheers.